these are the guys that you're looking at right now that you're probably asking yourself, are we valuing them the same in Dynasty Fantasy Football as we were a year ago? Is A.J. Brown still a top eight wide receiver in fantasy? Is Devontae Smith going to be top five to seven? You know, if this guy falls off a little bit, A.J. Brown, does this guy rise up? And what do we make of Jalen Hurts? What do we make of the unraveling that took place in 2023 for this Philadelphia Eagle team, the coaching staff, the expectation level? Is there a Will they be revitalizing that value that they had one year ago, or are things going to change? The Fantasy Football Show Dynasty Channel begins now. Live from the FantasyFootballShow.com studios, it's the Dynasty Fantasy Football Show. Yeah, 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 we're here to, to discuss uh, that game just ended, so we're going to go to this screen. If you want more coverage of the, uh, I guess, the reactions of the the, the the conference championship games, the Ravens losing to the KC Chiefs, the Lions losing to the Niners, then go watch that on the main YouTube channel. You're watching the Dynasty channel right now. The main YouTube channel is youtube.com slash the fantasy football show. The Dynasty one you're watching right now is youtube.com slash dynasty fantasy football. So subscribe if you're new. Make sure you don't miss the boat on that. And and if I could ask you for a favor, we're this close. I was telling people on the Rumble channel, we were on Rumble. Make sure you subscribe to me on, on Rumble as well. I'm on uh, rumble.com slash the fantasy football show. We just got off a rumble live stream. We're doing daily rumbles. Um, I was talking to everybody over there saying that on the dynasty channel here, the one you're watching right now, we're literally like this much away, this little box right here away from being monetized. We've all this watch time all the way up to this spot. So we literally just need like a handful of you to go over there and, and, and watch some videos and I'm not just saying to waste time and, and I'm saying legitimately I hope you want to watch some of the content we created and get that watch time up so appreciate every single one of you get the watch time up we're, we're days away from being monetized uh, so I first want to touch on this subject in a way um, that, that that addresses the coaching concerns the structure of this team going forward and are we concerned about What's taking place? Did the locker room get lost by Sirianni? Clearly not. We thought so. And I still think to some degree, maybe this man, A.J. Brown, doesn't like Sirianni or something like that. And we're just guessing at this point because of him scrubbing his social media accounts. We'll go over that in a second. But, but the concern I have for this situation, um, some of it gets, you know, is going to kind of vanish into the ether because they bring in this man, Kellen Moore, Eagles are expected to hire former Chargers OC Kellen Moore, who came over from Dallas. If you remember Dallas's high octane attack, you know Kellen Moore was supposed to do some of that build in in LA and create something, and it didn't work out. But I don't necessarily judge him for that. Uh, Chargers had more that needed to get you know done and handled over there, and I don't necessarily blame Kellen Moore for that. I think Kellen Moore walks over to this Eagles situation and it really does wonders for Hurts and gets Hurts back on track. This is a guy that could have Hurts throwing a lot more. This is a guy that I think is going to have a high-octane offense. It's going to be very potent. He's very good at what he does. I very much believe in him. I don't care if he didn't have tremendous success with, with Herbert in, in that situation. It was a hard situation. It was just I don't think 
I don't think he was supported enough, and I don't think this team was built ready and 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 good enough to to survive anybody. So I think uh, when you look at it from from uh, from these, the, where's my coaching carousel? There we go, wrong button. This one right here, Harbaugh coming in, I think does change his team in a way that that fits and and can be sculpted around his style of coaching and the team he wants to run. I don't know if you can kind of picture it, but like, do you see a Rams attack out of this Chargers unit, or do you see a Michigan football team out of this Chargers uh, squad? I envision this being more of a Herbert's good. I'm not saying Herbert can't be a top three or four gunslinger, but Herbert's going to be Mr. Efficient. Herbert's going to be absolutely brilliant in a, I don't want to say watered down scenario because it's it's going to be it's going to be tough nosed football but that's what it is it's defense it's running it's balance and that's where Herbert's going to thrive when you support him I think Kellen Moore I think what he does what you're going to want to do with this Eagles team with these wide receivers this arsenal this potent attack is you're going to be able to you're going to be able to get the most out of Kellen Moore's talents and I and I really think from a dynasty perspective this this OC position being handed to Kellen Moore is going to going to make the, the these guys thrive in 2024. I'm very very optimistic about where this Eagles team will be in 2024. Uh there's Ron Navy. We haven't seen Ron Navy on any of these uh uh let's see any of these um channels. Okay, let's see here. Here's the other piece of news. Other piece of news, Vic uh Fangio Hired as DC. This is a really good defensive coordinator. Some people suggest differently, and I don't get it. He's a very good defensive coordinator. Uh, I really like his body of work. I also like the fact that the combination of these two guys feels to me in similar fashion, like as impacting for the offense. You know, Sirianni's in his place, but you got an OC and a defensive coordinator that I really like. I almost feel like the combination of Sirianni, and I don't love Sirianni as a guy making a ton of offensive decisions, but like he did well with what he was given and how he he handled, you know, before Shane Steichen left, it was like he had his role and, and the players respected him. Now it's it's been kind of a mess, but the players respect him enough that they want him to stay. So clearly he hasn't totally lost the locker room. But I think the combination of Sirianni and uh, let me go back to the screen, Sirianni, Kellen Moore, wrong screen, Sirianni, Kellen Moore, uh, Fangio, the combination of these three, Sirianni, Kellen Moore, Fangio, are, are very similar in terms of impacting the way that this team needs it to. Zach Robinson, uh, quarterback coordinator in L.A., and, and Morris, Raheem Morris, the defensive coordinator in L.A., these two guys coming over to Atlanta. I think these are these are a combination, like a marriage of sorts. Uh, Zach Robinson and Morris are a couple. Okay, this is one of the, the the best producing couples in the in the National Football League. Let's send them to the moon, couple of the year. To the moon. And then you go you go over to this this uh, this this other situation. Um, no, that was the wrong screen. I'm all over the place. I'm so I'm so tired tonight. I'm hitting the wrong buttons left and right. Um, these two guys paired with Sirianni, this is a this is a triplet. This is a, in some states this isn't even legal. And, and you got these three characters absolutely, um, you know, stacking up to be, I, I think, a, a conglomerate. I think this is going to be a magnificent trio of head coach, OC, defensive coordinator with a, an amazing, equally amazing trio right here in Jalen Hurts, A.J. Brown, and Devontae Smith. This 
This is okay. Zig, can you handle that, Zigmeister? What are we doing here? I got I got two two machines talking to me at the same time. Told Smitty offline how I felt about Arthur Smith. Yeah, good God, Ron! If you get Arthur Smith as OC, you're going to lose your mind. Um, I think AJ Brown concerns me a little bit. In Dynasty. I think this guy goes up in value every inch. This guy falls down in value, right? So this is a seven to ten wide receiver in fantasy right now, and he becomes a you know five to seven wide receiver in Dynasty fantasy football. As this guy drops off. A.J. Brown is not a old dog. But his knees aren't what they used to be. And they're going to continue to have problems the older he gets. He's had meniscus cleanups. All kinds of stuff. Meniscus doesn't grow back. So I, I, I really, really, really like the idea though of, of these guys staying together. For the development and ability for this guy to, to climb into the number one wide receiver role. Do I think that they rotate? playing wide receiver one in 2024 maybe even longer sure but I, I do believe this guy Devontae Smith is going to develop into the clear number one within about a year year and a half so from a dynasty perspective I'd much rather have Devontae Smith much rather have Devontae Smith but in a win now mentality I don't mind AJ Brown whatsoever as my wide receiver one if that's my old dog on my team I'm fine with it. I still think he could ball out per, per game played, but I do expect some missed time in the future. This man, Jalen Hurts, is going to be discounted to the to the degree you will never see ever again. I think once this system is in place, everything's smooth uh, sailing in 2024, you'll never see this man drop in value again. Right now, he's got a lot of haters and doubters and people that think that the offense is not only unraveled, but maybe he's been figured out a little bit, which is a ridiculous, I think, take, to be honest with you. He's he's a calm, cool, collective quarterback that had a bad year. The entire offense had a bad year. Partly, I think, some of this had to do with A.J. Brown scrubbing his social media. Not that that's that big of a deal. Debo did it. Other players do it. They try and get their contract, their bag. They make a statement. But in the offseason, not walking into wild card weekend, walking into wild card weekend, AJ Brown scrubbed his social media, made a big deal on X, aka Twitter, and it just was not good for this team. They were already struggling to, to pull things together. And this guy, who was going to miss the game anyway because he was injured, decides to scrub his social media. Not a good look, not a good situation. And it clearly has created like a, a pandemic and panic amongst fantasy worlds as to where this team will be in 2024 and beyond i think these two these two coaching moves solves that problem i'm not concerned long term whatsoever i'm not concerned in 2024 i think this system is going to be amazing i think that sirianni if he was if he truly lost the locker room maybe he just lost aj brown maybe aj brown's not in philly in 2024 some balk at that idea but there's certainly a, a world where a disgruntled wide receiver leaves when you don't really expect it. Tyreek Hill, case in point. Devontae Adams, case in point. Neither one of those moves felt like a lock to happen. A lot of people were caught off guard by the Tyreek Hill trade. And so do, do I think that, that A.J. Brown could get traded? It's certainly possible. It's certainly possible. Hit that subscribe button if you're new to the Dynasty channel. If you think you're watching the main channel and you just got recommended this video, you're not. You're watching the Dynasty channel, so do it live. These two coaching moves, phenomenal. This man right here, not sure how I feel dynasty-wise, to be frank with you. I, I, like I said, I, I, in, a, in a now mentality, wide receiver one, sure. Go running back, running back, now, now mentality at wide receiver one, 
Why not? I could do that. I could take two. I could take Devon Achan in the second round. I could take uh, uh, Brees Hall, Jameer Gibbs, Kyron Williams, someone like that in the first round. Give me Kyron. Give me Achan. Give me AJ Brown. I could start a dynasty league like that. And maybe AJ Brown doesn't even go that high. It's tough to really know. It depends on what the ADP is going to shape out to be. We're all guessing at this point. As of the recording, or as of, not a recording, we're live. As of this live stream, January 28th, day after the conference championship games, because it's past, no, it's 29th, the day after after the conference championship games that took place on January 28th. Um... We don't have a. Someone could tell you what they've seen ADP wise. It's not. It's not accurate. We don't know. No one's. We haven't had enough enough data to, to come come through to really know what ADP data Dynasty redraft even looks like. I I I would love to know where you guys value AJ Brown for Dynasty. I'll open the phone line if anybody would like to call in and discuss where they value all three of these guys Dynasty. How they see this Fangio and Kellen Moore coaching uh, uh, Duble here additions uh in relation to dynasty value let's bring it bring me your aj brown Devonte smith jalen hurts philadelphia eagle dynasty questions go call into the show call, call, call into the show dial in dial in dial in let's ride um for those that are new to this channel we are doing it live here on the dynasty channel pretty much every night i'll miss from time to time but i will try and go back and make up for that if i if i end up missing something so please understand that and uh file on in if you will hit that thumb up button um please give some some watch time to the to the channel because the more videos you watch the more chance we're gonna get monetized within days we're literally like a like a hundred and something watch hours away from being monetized, and that's really the difference of everybody watching right now. The thirty to forty people watching right now. If you if you guys all watched a, a previous video that I have that you haven't seen yet, if everybody did that, we probably would would surpass that 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 watch time like that. So if everybody watches one additional video, we'll be monetized in in days. Uh, Ron Navy, you're live. What can I do for you, pal? What's up, Smitty? What's up? What do you think of the the games today? Briefly, we're we're talking dynasty here, so I don't want to get into that real quick. So just very, very, very fast. I think I think AJ Brown and Smith and and Hertz will be just fine. I think they'll rebound for next year, and they'll probably be better off. Yeah, do you like? I like Kellen Moore and Fanju. That's sure. pretty. Were you eyeing either one of those in Pittsburgh? How can I get excited about Pittsburgh? They're they're interviewing Arthur Smith. I told you about Tomlin. Tomlin sucks as a coach. You don't hear about you hear about McVay's coaching tree. You hear about Belichick's coaching tree. You hear about all these others. What coaches has Tomlin ever developed? None. He has no coaching tree. You you definitely hate Tomlin. Can, can I ask you a question? Uh, this oh, I, this this question do, was but truth is not. You can't answer that because there is no coaches out there that he's developed that's went on to I'm be not, successful, is I'm, there? I'm not judging your... Out of all these years he's been coaching, out of all these years he's been coaching, how many... How, can you name any coaches that he's developed? That's I'm not, hey, I'm not, I'm not arguing I'm not arguing with you on that. I, I, I agree with you. I'm, I'm, or well, I don't agree with you necessarily, but I don't... Like, I don't... 
I don't have like a strong opinion over your take. But I, w I would ask you this because Travis asked this earlier. Um, what do you what what are you gonna? Is there a way? Is there a way you're gonna get behind the Arthur Smith uh, coaching to see, no. Like if he's okay, so this is not a it's not a hey glass half. What what are you gonna do though? Like how pissed are like how do you even watch the season if that happens? I gotta wait till Tom fails again and hopefully he decides to leave because Man. the Rooney's won't fire him. I mean he deserves, he needs to be gone. Can you imagine? We can't get in? anywhere. Mediocrity. As long as Tom was there, will always be mediocrity out the first you know first round of the playoffs if we make the playoffs. How can someone think that anyway, he's good? Yeah, let's. Get, I guess let's get back on point. Okay, so if you're real quickly, let me go over to uh, Debolt real quick, and then I'll come back to you, Ron. One second, Debolt. Right. You play in a lot of Dynasty. I, I hope, right? I forget. Yeah. Okay. Where, <laughs> yeah. Where, where are you seeing AJ Brown go in Dynasty startups? Do you have a recollection of that? Uh, superflex or non-superflex? Non Usually they're superflex for non Dynasty. Non-superflex. Uh, non superflex. AJ Brown. He's still AJ Brown's the top. Uh, let's see. In redraft, I got him in the second round. Uh, not redraft. Around, the ball. Listen. The, the ball. Listen. No, no, no. I, don't, I know. I'm, I'm thinking about it. I'm thinking about it. I'm thinking about it. I'm gonna. I'm gonna probably take AJ Brown top five. He's young. I don't think he's gonna be a problem. I don't know. I don't know if he's. I don't know if he's going that high though. The ball in dynasty. ADP. I doubt it too. But let me. Uh, let, let me give a, a gander at some some data here that I have access to. Actually, hold on. Let me let me look on it. Trap, trap. Hold on, Debolt. Stay right there, Travis. Where are you taking AJ Brown in Dynasty Fantasy Football? Uh, real quickly, before you answer that, let me just say Dynasty rankings. AJ Brown is wow. The ball ain't wrong. He's right around wide receiver six seven five six seven. But no, that that can't be right because they're, the Puka is below him. This is not good. There's no good data. That's my whole point. Is like I was going to look for it, and there's no matter where you go, no matter where you think you're going, there's a bunch of faulty data on top of it. So you, like you can't even you can't even separate some of the the bad data that's mixed in. Like there's there's not enough drafts. There's not enough. Like Puka's not up there. He's at seven or eight, and AJ's above him. Uh, Wilson's above him. That doesn't make sense. Puka's in the top four or five. So I would I would say like seven I bet you seven's where he's gonna level out at. I guess I'll ask this, so let me ask Travis the question. Where do you rank AJ Brown? Uh, remember you got JJ, CD Lamb, Jabbar Chase, Amon Ross St. Brown, and then Puka, and then it's kind of like wide open. Like I could see him being there, but do you have Devontae Smith over him in Dynasty? I do. Uh, I could be wrong on that. I'm like I'd I'd have I'd have Garrett Wilson over him. Puka over him. Like if, I'm looking at the list right now. Like unless I want to win this year, I'm going one year type thing. He's he's closer to like 12 or 13 for me, which I know is probably low for a lot no. of people. But if I'm trying, if I'm building a team for the next three years, say. It's probably 12, I, I, 13. Yeah, I mean a lot. Alave, depending on his quarterback, uh, Tyreek. Like yeah. Debolt, would you draft Tyreek Hill over? AJ Brown in Dynasty? No. And I, I don't think you're crazy to not do it, but I also feel like like Christian McCaffrey, there's a certain point where you go forget the Dynasty appeal. It's just 
let's just take a now guy because they could be number one for the next year or maybe year and a half, maybe two years if you're lucky. With Tyree Kill, you could get two years out of him maybe as a top three guy, and that's a long time. So I kind of think, bro, I would take I would take Tyree Kill over AJ Brown. There's not even a world, and and I hate saying this about my boy AJ Brown because I, I love the guy. But there's there's a world where AJ Brown and, and Tyreek Hill start slowing down at the same time. I know you say he's young, you but think? Ziggy, how old is AJ Brown? Let's see when he's born. Ziggy, how old is AJ Brown? AJ Brown is 26 years old. He was born on June 30, Ziggy. 1997, Ziggy. in Starkville, Mississippi. Ziggy, off. God, it's hard that Ziggy doesn't listen. AJ Brown, so 26 years old, he turns 27 in June, DeBolt. 30 years old is the kiss of death year, so he's he's not that young, actually. I mean, that's three years. Tyree Kill, though, could play a year and a half, two years. I mean, that that's pretty close. So in my mind, I'm thinking, like, why not just take the guy that's going to be, like, wide receiver, like, two or something. Um, the thing says, is, is I, yeah, trust, I trust the Eagles offense more than I do the Finns. So I would, uh, AJ Brown with Jalen Hurts to me is more valuable than a Tyree Kill with Tua. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, Tyree Kill says he he's retiring. Someone wanted to know if he's still retiring in 2025. Yeah, that's two years away. Like even if that even if that's 100 percent sure and certain, that's where he drop off anyway. So when I said Tyreek might give you two years, like you're off the train anyway. And so if Tyreek's guaranteeing two years and AJ Brown maybe gets you three if he stays healthy i'd rather take tyreek mm-hmm. who's way above but DeBalt, you're not wrong i just I, this is why we're doing this is different conversation you know different different takes so it's all good let's go back to ron ron what is your take on i know you're kind of new to dynasty but that's why i went to those guys first and i'm gonna circle back to you here do you do you think tyreek hill for two years is better than aj brown for as long as you think aj brown can do it no, not necessarily because um, they're both injury prone. I mean, I, I, I value them almost the same, practically. But um, if I'm going for, they're both going to be about around the same spot. I mean, what do you do with like Devonte Adams if, if actually he would get traded to the Jets? Where do you rank him at? Being back with Aaron Rodgers, but does, does that screw Garrett Wilson? Where do you put Devontae? That's what I want. Uh, yeah, I mean, Devontae Adams is, he was 30 this year, right? So he'll be 31. Mm-hmm. Um, Ziggy, how old is Devontae Adams? I think he's 30 this year. Devontae Adams is 31 years old. Oh, he's 31. He was born on Ziggy, December 24. So he turns, he turn, in December he turned 31, that's right. He did play at 30, that was right. He did play at 30 the, almost the whole year. So he just turned 31. He'll turn 32 at the end of the year. There's a real strong shot that Devontae Adams is nothing more than a 907 touchdown wide receiver this year. Coming up. At 31 years old, That's that sounds about right. You know why? Because he's probably missing four, five, six games and then he's got to be rusty coming back. And this thing, Cooper Cup. Like, Cooper Cup was big and not and big and not and missed big time. 
I mean, you never know. Devontae Adams is a special player, but it, it, look, Cup was 30. Devontae Adams is going to be playing at 31 and turning 32 at the end of the year. That's crazy. Like, I, I don't, I don't, as much as I love the connection between Adams and A-Rod, I don't know that it kills Garrett Wilson's dynasty appeal. If anything, it gives him a little baby bump down in redraft or in 2024. Like, if you're thinking dynasty, you take a little bit of a hit this year, but then I think the next year there's almost no shot that he can stay healthy or play at an elite level. Like, I think of it like Julio yeah. Jones right now. Like, Julio can only do so much when he's out on the field. He's, he's Julio Jones, but he, he's not anymore, you know? Like, Adams won't be anymore at 33. So he'll turn 32 at the end of this year. The next year, nothing, you know? Some of these guys, though... That that we just look at mediocre this year. They're gonna they're gonna have big years next year. Just it's, it happens every year. These players that we dismiss because they had bad years this year, and then we put players that had good years this year over them, and they have the bad years next year. So we're chase, kind of chasing on some of these players. We're chasing their previous year's results. That's what the well, hard well, give me an example of a player you expect to do well that didn't. I'm just curious how old they are because we're on the Dynasty channel, so I'm curious if we're thinking I the think, same. I think next year, I think, uh, I think Chase is going to do really good. Yeah, especially of course. if they get Higgins, whatever. Well, we didn't know that because Burrow and Chase, they both had injury problems and this and that, but next year they could they could form up and and, you know, if they don't get injured, then they could have really big years, you know? That, Absolutely. I mean, that, that could be one of their big seasons. And that could happen this year, too. Like Miami, we all talk about Hill and all that, but Miami was so banged up and so injured on both sides of the ball this year. I mean, they, they basically had a skeleton crew going into the playoffs and in the, mm-hmm. at the end of the season. So they could end up, you know, surprising a lot of people. So, but... Um, you know, and some of these players that we think are going to do really good, they might have a little step back this year. Who knows? Maybe Puka has a has a has a, a pullback after having a great rookie season. Maybe he has a pullback next year. Maybe Stroud has a pullback next year because teams are going to look at the tape this year and figure him out, and he's going to struggle more next year than he did this year. I mean, that's kind of the thing, too, with these rookies that come in and have phenomenal rookie years. Teams figure them out, figure out how to cover them, figure out how to get to them if they're quarterback, and they struggle their second year. So, the, yeah. the, the, it, I don't know. My yeah, opinion. sophomore slumps are a real thing. I mean, not that it happens to everyone, but it is definitely you know something to be concerned about. But uh, I, I do think uh, Puka is he's phenomenal. Um We'll see how the uh, how the uh, the loss of of Zach Robinson, QB coordinator, and the loss of Raheem Morris affects that team in general. I think it could affect it more than we think, or maybe it doesn't affect it at all. I don't know. I think I think McVay's so much a part of that coaching tree anyway that if if Zach Robinson leaves, we'll still get very much um, still get very much uh, the same type of, of value. You know, so I'm I'm not too concerned about about those departures as I was like Steichen leaving 
Philly and going to Indianapolis, like that was a huge blow to Jalen Hurts because Sirianni wasn't as much of an architect of who those guys were. You know, like when when Miami Mike McDaniel left the Shanahan tree to go to Miami and and spread that, you know, thinking over in Miami and create that transference over there, Shanahan was the architect of that coaching tree. So like he was able to survive without Miami Mike Mike McDaniel. But I, I think Sirianni wasn't that guy. Sirianni's the delegator. He's not the innovator necessarily. And so they need Kellen Moore. Kellen Moore and Fangio are fantastic, I think. I, I don't think you could get... Maybe Todd uh, Todd Munkin would be potentially as good as Kellen Moore or better, you could say. I don't even know that... I mean, Zach Robinson would also be good. But I think that he's better fit in Atlanta, so I'm glad he's there. But this is definitely one of the top choices, in my opinion, because of what he did in Dallas, and I don't judge him for what went wrong in, in L.A. I, I truly feel Harbaugh's the perfect fit for L.A. I don't think Kellen Moore was. I, I think Harbaugh is, even though they're you know they're not necessarily on the same level. I'm just saying in general. I think Herbert needs Harbaugh. Like that is the it's a that's why when everybody said where's Harbaugh gonna maybe go if he doesn't go to L.A. I'm just like, it's happening. That's the only choice. Like, that's his team. That feels like Michigan in a way. Like, they're going to have a feel of Michigan football. Defense, run, bring in a big, no- hard-nosed runner like Barkley or Henry or draft Corum or whatever, and it's going to be run. Run, defense, and Herbert being ultra-efficient. And just it's going fu- to be fun to watch, but it could be a little bit not as fantasy potent as we think, though. I don't know. You said this, too, before. You said, like, a lot of these dynasty leagues, two or three years, they're done. They, they fold. Yeah. So, get veteran players for the short term. I mean, that's not a bad idea either. Um, you know, some of these older players, if, um, you know, you're going for the now, then you uh, you go ahead and draft them. Yeah, you like I... got to go totally... Yeah, like I said, if I'm drafting and I was just spitballing AJ Brown in the round in round three in Dynasty, I don't know if he'll fall that far or if he'll go even further. It's tough to say right now. But if if we were to go Kyron in round one, and you know Mahomes even or somebody if they were to fall or Josh Allen or whatever, but let's say we go actually let's do that. We'll go Allen, and we don't have our wide receiver yet. You know this is a very risky approach for somebody to to wait on your wide receiver one. But if you're going to do that in Dynasty Startup and go, you know, young, exciting, running back, and even if we take Kyron out and just put Brees Hall in there so that everybody's on the same page because some people might not love Kyron as much. But Brees Hall, Josh Allen, this guy's playing for over well over a decade longer, Josh Allen, and Hall's a phenomenal, arguably number one overall running back potentially, let's say. And then in round three, your your best move is exactly what you just said, Ron, is to abort the young wide receiver mentality and just say, let's get the wide receiver one. The only ones available will be older, but we'll fill this void later in the, the draft build, draft somebody, whatever, figure it out, try and get some gems, try and get the next Puka Nakua so that this doesn't look like a void later. But this is the way to get a team you shouldn't have. Like you want to walk out of your dynasty league and say, damn, that's a good, that's a good 2024 team. You know, to have A.J. Brown with Allen and Hall, that's fantastic. But I would say I, I draft Devontae Smith ahead of A.J. Brown no matter what, though, because I feel like not only could he be the better player 
right away starting in 2024. He's been a top nine wide receiver in fantasy the year prior. He was number nine or number eight, depending on your scoring, one year prior to this season. So he's already been a top 10 wide receiver. And I do believe his knees get the best of him. You know, you start cutting out a meniscus, it's not something that, that a doctor once told me you're far better off. It's very hard to have a clean ACL tear, by the way. So this scenario is kind of fairy, fairy dust. But you're far better off to tear a clean ACL than have like a big piece of your meniscus cut out because you tore something big in your meniscus. Because it really comes down to your knee being uh, similar to like a, a vehicle brake pads. Like you have the knee joint here um, and then the knee joint here. And here's your, your kneecap. I'm just going to draw this. To, to, and then you got the meniscus right here. You got the padding and the meniscus. If you cut away from that, it's almost like your vehicle having the brake pads like you took a big chunk of your brake pad out and now your alignment's off and once your alignment's off the whole start all the all the vehicle vehicle starts to break down differently because it's not it's not lined up and all the parts are wearing differently so if your knee has a big meniscus tear in it and you cut it out it doesn't necessarily grow back we're not there yet science wise it, it, you're you're gonna have an alignment issue and you're gonna have some you know potential uh, arthritis hit you early on in your career, et cetera, et cetera. But <sighs> fantasy football, bro, it's, it all starts now. We got one yeah. more game, one more game. Here's the here's the bracket right here, the NFL bracket. We got two teams left: KC versus San Francisco. Uh, Ron, you're right. Whoever said it, I think it was Ron, should have known. This is the script was right in front of us. I mean, as much as we wanted to fight the. Taylor Swift was going to make it to the Super Bowl. It's clear as day. Like, this is... Mahomes is their their darling. Um, I don't know why Lamar's story doesn't make him... I guess they were okay with either narrative. But, like, Lamar's a darling to everybody, too. Doubted. Like... But but for whatever reason, Mahomes is the... I don't get it. I, I don't understand it. Detroit would have been exciting, but... You what? Mm-hmm. He's the post... And we're gonna get the. I don't know. To me, I mean, honestly, me, I'm not watching the Super Bowl this year. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna watch a, a Swifty, Swifty and Gay Pride Super Bowl. Okay. That's the other oh, thing. Okay. All right. All right, Ron. We'll keep. We'll. We'll keep it's it. Not, no, no, it's nothing about. It's but, nothing about. Right. I'm, I'm anti that culture. I'm just saying I don't need it in the Super Bowl, and I'm not gonna give them right. the ratings. All right. Uh, Silver says I'm I'm worried I've been worried about AJ Brown's knees for a couple years now. Surprised he's still uh, beasting out. Like AJ Brown, yeah, the knee knee issues issues are knee issues are going to be a problem moving forward. Uh, all right, Hoffman, you're the one that wanted to talk about this from the the um, uh, Rumble channel when we were live, and so I said this is a good topic for Dynasty. You want to talk about AJ Brown's dynasty value, mm -hmm. the Eagles, mm -hmm. so. What what is it you wanted to say on this, and do you have any like rebuttals or f questions okay. for me based on what I've said so far about AJ Brown? So I, I'm guessing you believe that the uh, that Ke the Kellen Moore hire is uh, is a positive for them, and I agree mm -hmm. with that. And also, um, so you don't seem to believe that the uh, a trade for uh, AJ Brown to a different organization is likely uh, for. Uh, for AJ Brown, you don't think so. And if, but if it did happen, what does that do to Hertz, to Smith, 
to the Eagles' offense. I obviously it's, it depresses them, but how much? Like how 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 worried should we be in that scenario? I agree with you, Silver. Um, I I think like this this could go a hundred different ways. There's no real way to know. Think about when when Jamar Chase was out, T. Higgins came in and was phenomenal. So like if if AJ yes. Brown left, that doesn't mean Devonta Smith won't excel. You know he could very much yes. excel. I, I don't necessarily think it's it, it's hard to predict. We've seen it happen to where somebody goes down in value. Look at Jordan Addison. Jordan Addison was way better with JJ in there than when JJ was out. So like it, it just kind of depends on the player. It depends on the scheme. Depends on the quarterback. Depends on the offense. Depends how how one dimensional they become and how defenses configure them out. I think this defense, this offense is so dynamic, and they bring somebody else in clearly that Devonta Smith might go up in value with A.J. Brown out. Every game A.J. Brown sits, Devonta Smith's value, in my opinion, goes up. Now, this could I'm... go vice versa. If Devonta Smith was out, A.J. Brown's value could go up. Um, the likelihood of him getting traded, as I said earlier, I don't really know. I, I think the fact that he scrubbed his social media isn't all that telling because players do that all the time, but they sure. don't do like it walking said, into it. Yeah, Debo did it. They don't do it walking into a playoff game, though. Like, wild card yeah. weekend, he's not even playing. So, he's not even there to support his, his players, his, his boys. But it's not like that necessarily is his fault. But when you when you make that kind of statement, and in a, in a way, it's kind of like you're snubbing your teammates, too. Like, you, you mm -hmm. could say, oh, he's doing it. this professional. It's just, his, you know, it's a business move. It's not a business move wild card weekend when you're not playing and you're injured and you scrub your social media right before the game. Like, literally, day, I think it was days before the game. Created a lot yes, of so unnecessary well. hype. So I'm a yes. little worried about his place in this offense. And I wonder mm -hmm. if he's one of the players that is is fed up with Sirianni. And mm -hmm. when we when we heard that the locker room was lost by Sirianni, and we kind of took that you know on face value, and then we found yeah. out that the players went to bat for Sirianni to keep him, that makes me wonder who is the one that caused those rumors because it wasn't just probably out of thin air. It probably was one player causing waves. It would, sounds like it would be the guy that wrote off the team. So part of me wonders if him and Sirianni are at odds and we don't really have all the details yet. We're just trying to put two yeah. and two together. And if I'm trying to, to be a detective here, a fantasy football, you know, YouTube detective, I would say Sirianni and some some of the teammates had a problem. J J Jalen Hurts mm -hmm. wanted Sirianni back. Uh, a majority yep. of the team wanted Sirianni back. Who's the guy that said, I don't want anything to do with any of you? This guy. So, yep. Part of me feels like if there's going to be a surprise trade this offseason with a wide receiver, big name, it's going to be A.J. Brown. But well, I don't know. I don't have any details on it. It's just me being detective. Right. Where I could mean, he go, though? I don't know. Where could he go that's better than this situation? It, well, Indy would be a Buffalo? solid landing spot. Buffalo, Indy, Buffalo. Buffalo. Those would be good. I mean, imagine um, him in Buffalo. I could oh do God. that. <laughs> but he's, he's, he's in a diva mode. Do they even want him? You're gonna scrub social True. media. Oh yeah, let's have you replace Diggs. You yeah, fit right okay. in. Let's get rid of Diggs and bring in Brown. That'll solve the problem. <laughs> yeah, here you okay. go. That's his locker. That's the that's the one where he caused all the trouble. I don't know. AJ Brown <laughs> does seem like a good guy though, and and like I said, I've gone on Instagram with them on live streams, and mm -hmm. 
and uh, haven't had. I didn't last year though. I was, I was yeah, bummed about it, but uh, my internet keeps going out. Um, I've, I've got to push back a bit on the Devonte Smith narrative, and it's because of this. I believe the AJ Brown trade not only helped him, it may have even made him. I know he was a rookie before this, but he was only wide receiver 29. Yeah, so but did, without but, AJ Brown in that offense, like yeah, but did you hear me say that it wasn't good for him? I didn't say that. No, of course. I said, I, I but and, I, and I'm not, I'm not, I'm just telling you my viewpoint. I'm not, I'm not trying to be combative. I'm no, sorry, no, 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 Huffman. I'm not saying you are combative. I'm just saying, did you hear me say that phrasing? I didn't no. though. I said, no. I'm just clarifying. I'm not mad at you at all. Um, I'm just saying what I said was, if AJ Brown missed time this already uh, cultivated player is going to excel. Yeah. The, I agree yeah. with you. The trade initially helped create him and sculpt him. So any sort of move from now, injury or trade, is very different than if, let's say, this man never showed up, A.J. Brown, in this man, Devontae Smith's life. So I 100,000% I agree with you. I, was, I wasn't mad at you at all. I was just... I'm I was just saying that I didn't say that specific thing that you said. My whole thing is, you know, would Devontae Smith have evolved to where he is without A.J. Brown? Probably not. You know, just like no. Devontae Adams would never, ever, ever be Devontae Adams without Aaron Rodgers. He'd be some Agreed. form or version of himself, for sure. He'd maybe be top 10 wide receiver still, potentially. Mm -hmm. But he would never have been the consensus number one, number two, or number three receiver mm -hmm. for a handful mm -hmm. of years without Aaron Rodgers. Now, when Adams was ready to go fly by himself on his own to to Las Vegas and play under Derek Carr, how did Adams do? He did fantastic. I mean, yeah, he, he was fine. Yeah, he was the same same player. He had double digit touchdowns. What do you have? Like 13, 14 touchdowns? I forget what it was. It was an amazing year. Would he have like that. Not, similar to that though? If he had never had Aaron Rodgers, it would never have been. Not. So that's what I'm trying to say here is that I I think that. At this point, we could let A.J. Brown go as long as there's a competent replacement and he would thrive. Devonta Smith would thrive. However, I don't mind the two of them. I just think you get that rotational one's a wide receiver one, one's a wide receiver two thing that happens mm -hmm. throughout the, the yeah. season. And I don't, know that, I don't know that we necessarily want that. If A.J. Brown went to, let's say Michael Pittman Jr. is not franchise tagged. Let me go to the, the wide receiver uh, free agent pool. If, if Michael That's Pittman big, Jr. Yeah is not franchise tagged and A.J. Brown goes to Indy, I like that. I like that a lot. I think that's better than being in Philly. Maybe. Maybe. I could even see I could even see both. I could see them franchising Pittman and potentially trading for Brown. Maybe they want to give AR5 some weapons and build around him so he doesn't have to run so much. Because it he got could. hurt running. So, like, you know? They could. Uh, someone's saying uh, uh, digs to Atlanta would be interesting. That would be kind of crazy. But, uh, uh, that would be weird. I do think anybody banking on a free agent wide receiver addition is going to have to be careful. I think Higgins has a high probability of being franchised. I think Pittman has a high probability of being franchised. I think Evans has a high probability of staying in Tampa. He has a ring. There's no reason to ring chase. And he has, seems to have a really good thing going with Baker. Wasn't he what, right? Wide receiver nine? I what forget. reason would he have to leave? If they're committed to Baker, Money. then they 
<laughs> big, okay, big bag of money. <laughs> Tampa can't pay him. I mean, well, maybe yeah, he could take a hometown discount, sure. Um, but, but I, I do yeah, agree. I, I, like I do agree with you. They're Ridley's probably going to franchise tag Baker, so they can't franchise tag Mike Evans. They have to tag Baker. They could give Baker right. a long-term deal, I suppose, but um, yeah. they might tag Baker and then try and work out a deal. Evans, I mean, what if Evans went to Buffalo? <laughs> Buffalo? Oh, you know, yeah. <laughs> like, it, it, I mean. Him running under those bombs from Josh Allen? Oh, my goodness. <laughs> Josh Allen would only have to get even remotely close to his radius. He'd just, like, throw it over there. Assuming, it, it assuming like, Evans doesn't drop it. It looked as easy as Lamar <laughs> to Lamar. That's how easy those those receptions would look. Yeah. But yeah, no, I, I don't I don't know. I don't think you're wrong that Evans I do think two of these guys could get franchise tagged for sure. Uh, Higgins could definitely get franchise tagged. However, you know, maybe they maybe they maybe they I mean, part of me wonders can he franchise tag and trade a player of his stature? I don't know. It's so tough. I don't Pitt, Pittman he, could be yeah. franchise tagged. Ridley, I will not. Ridley will be a free agent. No, absolutely not. I don't know where Ridley could end up. Buffalo. I don't know if Buffalo anyway, wants a diva. Kansas yeah. City? I mean, yeah. Ridley I don't know. would be good at Casey. Chargers. Yeah, Chargers. Yeah. Ridley, Chargers, Chargers Ridley, Casey. Ridley, uh, you know, Atlanta would be Atlanta would be someone interesting. Said they, someone said in chat they had the Jets as a rumor. I haven't heard I, much on that. Uh, go ahead, Travis. Um, I was just wondering when Brianna was talking about uh, Devonta Smith, is it if you if AJ Brown leaves, is it that you don't see Smith being able to be a number one receiver or is it just that double um, teamed? Are you thinking double teamed? Because they bring they bring I someone have, they bring someone else in, and they still have Goddard, and he and I and it you just, see at times it depends on the replacement. Him, but. It depends on the replacement, yeah, so you, but I definitely am. I would be worried about his ceiling. I think he could still perform as a wide receiver too, potentially, but like the ceiling, I just don't know if it's there. Cause I don't think Devonte Smith is Adam's caliber, but maybe I'm wrong on that. Well, how, maybe I'm wrong. Uh, let's look up how he did when, when uh, AJ Brown was out. Um, also, what well, about, what about Hollywood Brown? If Hollywood Brown came over to Philly to replace AJ Brown, hmm. is that enough? Okay. Is that enough to give you confidence? It's that... not. It's not AJ Brown good, but it does help. It does help his case. It does help his case. The the one thing I'll I'll say though, Probably... is that like I'm think about though. think about CD Lamb for a second and what Kellen Moore did with CD Lamb and and all they got to do like Travis said is they got a Goddard. That's I mean that's a that's a really good option. Yeah. They bring in somebody yeah. else. I mean Kellen Moore's Kellen Moore alone yeah. I think is going to make both these guys really good if they do stay. Uh, or if AJ Brown mm-hmm. stays, but it, and maybe even more potent, maybe more. You know, Steichen was amazing, but he was amazing for Hertz, which yes. trickled down and made it amazing for everybody. But I yep. think this man will make one of these guys a monster. And I just think if what if AJ Brown's out of the picture, then it's going to be Devonte Smith because of what he did with mm-hmm. CD Lamb. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, let, me, let me look up A.J. Brown real quick. A.J. Brown missed uh, time. When did A.J. Brown? A.J. Brown was out in week, let's see, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15. He missed 
what weeks did he miss? I've got Smith's game logs up right now, so I can, if you tell me what weeks he missed, I can tell you. Yeah, I'm looking at it. Did he? Didn't he miss? Did he not miss a game? 12, 11, 10. Maybe he didn't. Oh, he didn't this year. He didn't this year. I thought he missed at the end. He missed some games last year. Yeah, I know he missed a playoff game, but I thought he missed. So he might have got hurt. He got one target yeah. in week number 18. So maybe that's what I'm thinking. Maybe week 18 he went out really early, and then uh, uh, Devonta Smith. Smith was out of that game, too. Yeah. So we have no we have no examples of it for this year, but we could look back the next year or the previous year or whatever. But um, yeah. if I look at twenty twenty two, if we look at twenty twenty two, Devonta Smith went on a terror at the end of the year. So let's I don't remember did, did AJ Brown miss any time last you know, year? or the year prior? You know what I was you know what I was thinking of? What? You know what I was thinking of? I think Devonta Smith went off when Goddard missed time this year. I think that's what I was thinking. Yeah, that's probably what I'm thinking too. Oh, I think, yeah, I think, I I think, think I, he did. I got it mixed yeah. up. Yeah, but but yeah, I think you're right. And that, and that was some pretty good proof, though, that, you know, you take a piece out of the offense. I know what you're thinking on A.J. Brown. The other thing that I would say, though, is, is again, A.J. Brown, I mean, he's probably going to miss time. I think he's going to – my prediction is he'll probably miss time anyways. So I don't know. Mm-hmm. But, but I wouldn't be worried about it. Kellen Moore's dealt with one elite alpha wide receiver. I guess what you're saying is you don't know that this guy is the pedigree to do it on his own then. Because I think, you know, would you judge J.J.? Would you judge Jamar Chase? Would no. you judge? No. So you're really, no. and it's fine. You can have this opinion. I'm not, I'm not saying it's a bad one. But it just sounds like you don't have the belief in this kid. But that's okay. I or mean, may, Or maybe I'm trying to suppress his value so I can complete the Philly stack. Who knows? Yeah, or maybe you're just you just want AJ Brown to be so good. You're you have a little bias involved here, but yeah, you know, because my team. So yeah, what what if what if Devonta Smith got traded? Would you devalue AJ Brown? Uh, no comment. <laughs> sounds sounds like some bias, but that's okay. I mean, we all have bias in our in our take. I admit, and and, and again, Huffman, just just to reiterate, I was not mad at you whatsoever when you said you didn't mean no. to. To be combative, I wasn't suggesting you're combative. I was just saying I didn't say that part yeah. to prove my point. Um, all right, hey, real quickly, guys, I'm gonna cycle everybody off the phone line and get out of here because this is my third straight live stream on yeah. the three different one, channels. Let me go can to I say Theo. One quick note. Oh, right, here, I'll let, I'll let you close it out, Huffman. Go ahead and close it out, and then I'll go to Theo real quick. So go ahead. Final thoughts. Can I, okay, one quick one quick note on the games. I'm sad about the outcomes, but I am thrilled that it happened the way it did because now we can finish up the coaching carousel and Seattle can get to its draft trap. We can finally figure it out. We can finally figure out who's going to be coaching. Who do you think is going to be yeah. this, the, the two final pieces i think ben johnson's going to um i've heard johnson to washington's essentially done yeah is that true well that's what i've been that's what i've been you might have been heard hearing it from me but obviously (laughs) obviously it's one of the ravens for it's one of the ravens coaches yeah i I just wonder who it is mcdonald mcdonald's probably the that's those are my predictions for mcdonald i think they're essentially in my mind they're done that's probably where you heard it Makes um, sense to me. I don't think there are any any locks out there. There's it's it's still very TBA, but for me it feels done. Mm-hmm. For me, I think Ben yeah. Johnson's is if Ben Johnson would have won this game, even if he loses in the Super Bowl, it would have been even more guaranteed. But I, I think it's still very very likely. But you know, uh, you never know. Yeah, I mean, yeah, and then yeah, I, I kind of want to try to sell Dotson plus for Tank Dell if I can, but I don't know if I'd be able to do it. 
don't know. Dotson <laughs> plus for Tank Dell. Yeah. Yeah. I don't, yeah. You, it depends on what the plus is. I don't know what it'd have to be. <laughs> have to be something way better than Dotson. <laughs> Dotson's the throwing. Even with ben, even with Ben Johnson and a, and a new quarterback. Yeah, I, I don't think anybody's gonna give you any benefit of the doubt whatsoever on Dotson. Dotson's going to be a total prove-it player. Even in Dynasty, no one's going to take the chance. They're going to say, if you got him, I'm hopeful, sure. But that that's it. Mm-hmm. It's, there's nothing else. So maybe, a te- so maybe a tear down from Moore or something? If from that's even a tear down. More, DJ Moore? Yeah. Uh, you mean like trade trade Dotson and DJ Moore for Tank Dell? Or just DJ Moore... For Tank Dell and a plus, if I can get a plus. I mean, I, I yeah, I'd rather have. I mean, I like DJ Moore a little bit. I don't mind. I don't mind him. I, I think he he had a f- fantastic year for the most part, given the circumstances. Yes, but he did wide receiver eight. But I, I I still would have some questions, you know, admittedly about, you know, what that what that will will look like in the future years. I'm not super super yeah. sold on him on him over Tank Dell. So I would take Tank Dell personally. But that's me. I just need I need my pancakes. I've got Nico, I've got Stroud. I need my pancakes. So <laughs> Go get them. Go get your pancakes, Hoffman. All right. Appreciate you calling in. Appreciate your Thanks support. So much. All right, later. Appreciate you. Bye. Uh let's go over to Theo real quick. Theo, you're not only live for the first time to speak, but uh you got a little bit of a not a crunch, but be as fast and thorough as you can. I was just wondering if you think we should sell AJ Brown now or if we should wait to like the first few games of the season to see to sell him after a big blow up game. I think you should test the trade waters now and only sell him yeah. at a reasonable price, but there's nothing wrong with poking around now. The only thing you might do, just so you know, the tr- trading 101, the psychology of trading, a lot of the stuff I'll have at thefantasyfootballshow.com on the video courses, by the way, is tell it you, 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 uh, Sometimes you only get one shot to to shoot your shot. You know what I mean? Like first impressions, all those types of you know thinking. Is if you go to somebody and say, "Hey, what do you you want, AJ Brown?" and they say no to you now because they're unsure of what's going to happen, then it it puts that negative thought in their head that they've already rejected you. You've already had this conversation, and the next time you go to them you might have this like already no vibe going. So like sometimes you got to be careful. Like when you're trading a player, you want to get rid of that. You think their value could increase a little bit and you could dump them later. Like you said, you got to almost take that chance and wait. Cause you don't want to like create that, that negativity yet. Cause you got, you start getting somebody to say no to something that some, they're more likely to say no again. But if he got traded, let's say to a better situation, that person could come back to you and say, okay, actually, I am interested in A.J. Brown, but, you know, that there's that. That could happen. And then you could sell them and say, well, the value, the price today is different than the price yesterday and sell them higher. But he'd have to go to some amazing situation, which he could. I mean, any team going to trade for him needs him. So if he goes to Buffalo, that's pretty cool. If he goes to uh, Indy, I like it. But he's in probably, I would say, a top four or five situation in the NFL though you know so it's you know the odds of him going to a better situation are extremely high and and if he doesn't get traded you know he's disgruntled right now so that's got to subside and it might but we still don't know the the root reason behind why he did what he did you know 
it might just go away and they never talk about it and he's fine and all of a sudden the egos are on his social media again he doesn't ever address it goes back to work everything's fine um i would test the waters personally because I, I don't think he's got that damaged of a fantasy fa- value or a fantasy football reputation. I think you could probably, you know, if I was going to go go shopping, though, A.J. Brown, I'd want Marvin Harrison Jr. Of course, you can't do that straight up. But, like, that's the kind of trade I'm trying to, to negotiate. A.J. Brown yeah. in the future first for the 1.1. Or... I want to take A.J. Brown and turn him into A-chan and something. Because A.J. Brown may, in some people's eyes, like... Uh, who is it? DeBalt? DeBalt said he liked A.J. Brown as a top five wide receiver still. I imagine that's worth more than A-chan in a dynasty like a top five wide receiver. So you could essentially get A-chan and another player. Um, I would use A-chan to maybe get a QB. Maybe somebody that has Stroud also has Jalen Hurts. Now you can trade... AJ Brown for Jalen Hurts straight up. Like those are the kind of moves I would make. Some of them are creative cross position trades that make it very, very viable in Dynasty to do one for ones. Trading him for another wide receiver is going to be difficult. Trading him for the 1.1 wasn't because that's a pick, not a player, and you're giving up a future draft pick. So it's very, very like crazy and twisted. But like you can't just say, give me Puka and I'll give you AJ Brown. Everyone's going to go. You're putting like you're measuring two things that are very easy to measure side by side. You put Jalen Hurts next to him, very hard to determine what the value is. You get confused. You make bad trades. You trade uh, A Chan and something for AJ Brown. Hard to measure those things side by side. It gets confusing. Someone makes a bad trade. Puka Nakua, AJ Brown, those things you can set right next to each other, and Puka skyrockets over them. And then so you're paying the the piper to get that swap, and usually they won't even do it. So you got to get creative on your trades. You cannot do these easy-looking, you know, cre- creations that that are just going to get rejected over and over and over. A lot of people come to me and say, "Smitty, no one trades in my league. No one trades in my league." It's because you're doing a lot of trades. No one's going to do. And then you get them saying no, and then they continue to say no. Hey, do you want to go? I don't know. Do, do you know anybody that says no a lot? Like, and you know, they're always going to say no. <laughs> like whenever you ask them something. Like, that's what eventually you're going to turn somebody into when you ask them a bad trade. Hey, you want to do this? No. Like, hey, you, I want Polka, and I'm going to give you A.J. Brown. No, bro. <laughs> I don't want to do that. Hey, I'll give you uh, I'll give you, uh, uh, ETN for your Brees Hall. Uh, Brees Hall's climbing. No, I don't want to do that. By the time they ask you anything, you're just like, I don't even want to talk to, about it anymore. No, bro. No. So you just got to, like, <laughs> you got to work on, not you specifically, but if anybody's struggling getting a trade done in dynasty because you say your league doesn't trade some of you really have that scenario but i think some of its approach i think some people got to get lazy in their in their their thinking of how to create a good dynasty trade all right appreciate you theo yeah all right thank you yeah uh let's go to debalt and then i think travis dropped off no travis is there uh debalt final thoughts You're on mute, brah. The bald, are you talking? I was right. on the mute button there, but Yeah, that's what I figured. <laughs> I figured. So, uh, going to AJ Brown, um, I'm actually going to put him at the wide receiver seven uh, on Dynasty because uh, Marvin Harrison and neighbors would be ahead of him. 
including Wilson, uh, Monroe, Jamar Chase, CD Lamb, Justin Jefferson. Yeah. So he's, he's a little lower, um, but I still like AJ Brown. I, I, I have Hill, and if someone comes to me and says, hey, I'll, I'll trade you AJ Brown for Hill, and I'll give you a, a pick or something else, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to entertain that offer. Yeah. But uh, you're definitely right on offering just bad trades. If someone comes to me for ETN for my free song, be like, bro, get to step in. Yeah, like who's going to do a dumb move like that? So you have to get creative. You have to get creative. I, I think you could very easily turn A.J. Brown into a, a high draft pick, like 1.1 if you got crazy and you just offered him first rounder, A.J. Brown, they're going to be like, damn. I mean, like that sounds like a good trade offer too, right? I mean, I don't think I'm blowing smoke up someone's rear end there. A.J. Brown... And a future first rounder is a lot for the 1.1. Like, it doesn't mean I'd take it. I'm just saying it feels really good. And then, you know, same thing with if someone had Stroud and Hurts and they didn't know Stroud was going to be as good as he, he was. And now they've got two quarterbacks and a one QB. Now they might trade Hurts because Hurts is unraveling and we've got all this. And, you know, people are worried, but they don't even know, is this good? Is Kellen Moore and Fangio good? Like, you could easily get Hurts for A.J. Brown. So, like, those are the creative ways. Uh, Brock Bowers. I would trade A.J. Brown for Brock Bowers in a dynasty. You know, so Brock Bowers is going to yep. be probably the 1.3 minimum. You know, it, maybe he falls in a draft or two or whatever, but you got to plan for the worst when you're making that trade because you don't want to be screwed and left with a different player. But I think I think neighbors, Brock Bowers, you get one of those guys for A.J. Brown. That's fantastic. you got to give up a little bit of future draft capital to do it. I mean, I don't mind it if you think you're going to have a late pick. All right, appreciate you, DeBolt. Uh, all right, man, appreciate you being all right, on all, all the shows. DeBolt uh, to the moon, Dynasty Mod. Dynasty Mod, later, bro. See ya. Uh, this one's from Al. Al says, come on, Al. Al, it's so funny. Like, uh, let's see here. Uh, Al says, uh, what did Al, Al say? Where's that comment from Al? Smitty didn't post anything after ham halftime. LOL, LOL. Al's here to gloat because his Niners escaped a very embarrassing, likely embarrassing victory. Um, and, you know, you could say I didn't post anything after halftime on my IG because I was watching a really close game, Al, and I was really focused on it on the edge of my seat. Not to mention, yeah, I was rooting and cheering for Gibbs and St. Brown. And if you noticed, I posted a lot of stuff when they scored. What did the, what did the Lions do? Did, did, did Gibbs have a, a big touchdown that I didn't post? I was busy watching the game that was unraveling. And uh, I didn't notice you at halftime on my post saying, hey, we're getting worked into the ground, Al. Where were you before halftime? Nowhere. Licking wounds. And you got really, I want to say your team didn't, didn't earn the win, but you got really lucky in that game, Al. You got really lucky. I think if you don't think you skated by by the the by a thread, I mean that 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 team unraveled that IU catch. Everything just went bad. So, like you were you were this close to to having a very very bad Monday. <laughs> now Bro now Brock Purdy's what a saint again, after he had a pretty bad game in the first half and then did do well in the final drive again. Um. 
So I, I know you're I know you're here to gloat. That's fine. I'm not even like a Lions fan. I'm 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 rooting for players. I I was rooting for the Lions because it was a fun story. They're admittedly they're not my team, but you do choose sides when there's a battle going on. So I'm just it's it's funny, you know. Um, I don't know. It's just fun. It's just funny when some people think like, you know, you're getting one over on me or you're pissing me off. I'm not even mad. I just so you know, I'm just I'm just responding to you. So, you know, okay, uh, let's go to uh, Fitzy real quick. Fitzy, and then and then I'm going to close it out. I'm going to go quickly move through Travis and Ron as fast as, as, as the, the, the Lions move through the Niners in the first half. Um, Fitzy, go ahead. You're live. How you doing, Smitty? Uh, yeah, I just wanted to add, I think, the, I think the Lions lost that game. I don't think the 49ers won it, but anyway. Yeah, that's how it felt. They really did. You can't take away the win. It was a great win, and the Niners did have a, I mean, they did fight hard. It's But it's like, man, I've never it's seen just, a team unravel like that before. The Niners, and the Niners, like, it was just kind of a fluky thing. It felt like. It was crazy, but, bro. It was crazy. Anyway. Um, <laughs> it was, it was, it was, it was like sad to watch. It was embarrassing. It really uh, was. It was embarrassing for the Lions in the second half. It was embarrassing for the Niners in the first half. <laughs> it was like a dull. It was just a crazy unfolding. It was, it was insane. And, and, and the, yeah, the, the Ravens kind of did the same thing. They kind of like. They, the way it, was, it was almost like more embarrassing for the Niners almost. It like would have been. Super team, you know. So I don't know. Anyway, I made this trade um, in a 22 man league, um, tight end premium. I traded uh, Jalen Warren and for Tank Bigsby, Tank Bigsby, and uh, Michael Mayer. Hmm. You know, I like I like Jalen Warren a little bit more than that. I like Mayer a lot, but Mayer is free. You know, war. But then again, like if 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 Arthur Smith goes, if Arthur Smith, if Arthur Smith goes, is oh, it's a premium. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Then then I'm I'm fine with that. And a tight end premium, I'm fine with that. I do like Mayer a lot. But the one thing I I was going to say is, I'm just I'm just comparing my team to like the previous champion, like. The two guys in the championship had like four tight ends. Yeah. So I have Kincaid and Mayer now. I like Mayer a lot. With B. John Jefferson. So I was just gonna I say second pick. I can get Brock Bowers, so I can literally have Brock Bowers, Michael Mayer, and Kincaid. Yeah, I don't mind that. I don't mind that. I will say also if Pittsburgh brings in um, uh, Arthur Smith, then may- maybe that makes Jalen Warren the starter based on the formula <laughs> we just saw. Right, Ron? Does that sound right. about right? Jalen Warren surpasses Najee if Arthur Smith comes because Arthur Smith likes the backup. Well, I mean, I think Jalen Warren maybe has has more short term value, but Michael Mayer may have more long term. Yeah, it, 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 look, if it wasn't a premium, I would say I'd lean Warren, but I think right. in a tight end premium, that's a whole different ballgame. That's almost like super flex, like saying, oh, Jordan Love is a fifth rounder in, re, in one QB and he's a. Uh, a first rounder in Superflex, so it's a totally different thing. That he's not a first rounder, you're tight end, but 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 Mayer is definitely in a tight end premium, like a nice potential, you know, stab in the dark. And he still has a stab in the dark though, but in, in premium he goes up, you know, fivefold. So I like is that. Tank good, good move. Dead or who? Tank Bigsby. Uh, I don't know if he's he's 
you know, we're de he's dead to us, but he, he certainly didn't threaten the job at all. And he essentially wasn't really even the backup, like, near the end, right? It was, I, I would probably say if, 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 if it were me, I would hold him on a league, but I wouldn't be worried about trading for him or anything. I do like him a lot, though, but, you know, sometimes you're a good college player and you come into the pros and it just doesn't work out. Doesn't mean there was a bad scouting take either. You know, like some guys will translate and you need to see them in the environment to see if it works. You know, it's just like sometimes like that popcorn kernel won't pop. You know, right. but I, I wouldn't write him off, but I certainly wouldn't lose sleep over losing him. Not when you get a guy like Bow, uh, a guy like uh, Mayer, who arguably was well, neck no, and no, neck I with for him. I got Mayer and Big B. Oh, you got Big B? Yeah, it's fine. I don't mind adding him. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It was just a stash, I guess. Yeah. All right. Later, pal. Appreciate anyway, you. Thank you. Later, Fitzy. All right. Go, uh, to Travis. Later. Final thoughts, Travis. Um, yeah. The, the one thing about Sirianni is um, I could be wrong, and now that he's got a more complete offense, it would be better. But um, you don't think that the Cowboys, up until this past year, were a little bit inconsistent? Is that more of a reflection on like Dak and his play, or? In, CD just not clicking yet, or is that something on Talon Moore, you think? I've, I've kind of gone back and forth with Talon Moore. Um, I, you know, I think CD's gotten better. Um, I think it was two years ago he grew an inch in the offseason. <laughs> Remember that? Oh, no. yeah. That report? What year? Yeah. Wasn't that right? Not this year offseason, but the offseason before? Or was that the. I yeah. think it was two offseasons ago? I think it was. Yeah. They said he grew an inch. <laughs> he was an inch taller. So, I mean, he's yeah. still, you know, maybe he's catching up to that. I don't know about you, but when I grew an inch, uh, when I was a kid, I, you could be uncoordinated yeah. for a couple weeks. <laughs> I, I I truly believe that Kellen Moore was a big reason why the offense was electric. And when McCarthy tried to do it his, his own way, it didn't look good at first. And then he kind of resorted back to a pass-heavy attack. I, I I think we can't blame Kellen Moore for Herbert and the Chargers not playing well this year. You never know. You, I mean, you're, yeah. you're not wrong in questioning it. Why, are we sure he wasn't McCarthy that made Kellen Moore look good? And Kellen Moore goes over to San, uh, San Diego, as Ron calls it, L.A.? Or... Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I, I, I do believe from everything that I've heard, everything that I've seen, everything that I've... I, I believe to be true, and I, I don't think it's, you know, nonsense. I do think Kellen Moore is, is a, a very, very solid addition here. Very, very, I think, good potential. Could open up things, you know, in Philly. I, I, I like it. I like yeah. it a lot. I think it, I think it makes yeah. it a, a, a potent attack. And, you know, you can't be, a, you can't be a, an OC of CeeDee Lamb and that Dallas Cowboy offense, the way it was firing off and not have a heavy, heavy hand in it. I just, I can't envision it. Plus, think about it. I mean, the Chargers didn't, Eckler fell off. It wasn't like he had even a good running back to to gain, you know, yardage and, and yeah, rip off runs. Like he, that's kind of an incomplete. He was there a year and it was a mess. Yeah. And can, can't we say Keenan Allen went nuts this year? before he got hurt like I mean he was going crazy yeah yeah for sure. so I mean for when sure. you look at like when you look at like these wide receivers and you know Her Herbert did have solid you know solid stats you know on in certain 
certain ways. So I mean, actually, I, I think Mike. Well, I think Mike Williams started out really, really good too before he got hurt. I know it was only a few games, but so it's just a bad. Um, it's just a very bad the, situation in in LA. And I think, like yeah. as I said, I, I don't think that. Where's my coaching tracker? I don't think that these other coaches are good for LA. I think LA would make them look bad too. I think Harbaugh's perfect because Harbaugh's going to change it. He's going to he's going to sculpt it into the Michigan. He's going yeah. it's going to be it's going to look like a Michigan team. I really believe he's going to make it look like that college football team where it's like it's defense, it's run and it's good passing and Her- Herbert may take a little hit in dynasty even just because I think they'll be so balanced, man. I really, I really can see this being defense and run, and, and just very effective, efficient yeah. passing. That's that's very good, but it it's one of those QBs that like where Herbert could be. Um, I don't know. Maybe he's not. Maybe like fantasy isn't his fantasy value isn't. It's not going to be far right. off, but not quite as yeah. good as his football value. You know, like where he's just uh, right. Herbert's it, winning it, and things are good. It's football value. It could take a year too. I mean, Harbaugh might not win right away. And, and Harbaugh could fail. Like, I know Harbaugh's done it, but, I mean, like, you come over from a long stint in college or whatever, or if you've never come over, and sometimes everyone thinks this is yeah. going to be great, and sometimes you just can't. Like, he's used to, he's used to, not that he couldn't or hasn't, but he's used to coaching, you know, impressionable, you know, kids, and he's going to go over and, and have to deal with big egos again. So it you know it could be very very different. I, I think this is the team to do it though. This is a perfect scenario for him. All right, Travis, got to run. Appreciate right, you, bro. Yeah, I was just curious. Thank right. you. Thanks. Appreciate you being on all the streams tonight. All right, Ron Navy, you are not wrong. I jinxed the the Lions today. I totally did. <laughs> I and what even was worse is when I went on IG at halftime and said this game's done. <laughs> I told you. I did tell you though. I said don't say that. It's my fault. Uh, if it is my fault, though, we live in a simulation. So there's that, but too. But no, I mean... Because there's no way I can affect it. There's no way little me laugh. is affecting that game unless we live in a simulation and none of you are real anyway. You've heard me over the last several weeks say I haven't been impressed with Dan Campbell's coaching decisions. And I've said in the past, that he was responsible for losing them games. And I feel the same thing about tonight, his coaching decision. Now, it wasn't all his coaching decisions because Reynolds missed two passes thrown, put right in his hands. Damn Reynolds, and, bro. And stuff like that. Huh? I said, damn Reynolds. I, I was so pissed on both of those. That was yeah, the second drop. The coaching Fuck. Campbell, Campbell's coaching decision... His coaching decision to go for it, that totally, totally changed, gave him momentum back to San Francisco. Once San Francisco had that momentum um, because of his bad coaching decision, it was done. It was over. I mean, you could see it. So the other thing is, is with Philly that we haven't talked about, we're talking about AJ and all this, but they're going to have to replace uh, Jason Kelsey, who just retired. And how's that going to affect the tush push and, and, and just everything on that offensive line in general that they're going to have to replace a, 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 a pro bowler like him? Um, 
they're going to have to address that too. So that's the other thing we got to look at because they're definitely going to look different without him. They could, uh, you know, I don't know. I think they'll, they might be okay, but he was making some mistakes at times. He's obviously good, but it's obviously amazing. They all do, but I mean, dig into that. He was the, the, the force of, of that tush push and everything. I mean, you know, I mean, he was the guy. So, and being the center, you know, you control that whole offensive line. Yeah. I think they'll be okay, so, but but yeah, I mean, something to consider. And if they 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 rule the tush, the tush push or the, the brotherly shove is what I like to call it versus the t- I think the tush push is a ridiculous name. Uh, the the brotherly shove, if they eliminate that, then there's a little bit of a concern. But I do think that if you eliminate it, you could still run it. You're just gonna run it differently, and you're gonna QB sneak it. And this man squats, you know more than almost every lineman in the National Football League, Jalen Hurts. So I think he still is going to be successful sneaking the football. It just won't be the same. But, like, you're on the one-yard line. You can QB sneak that. That's always been something you can do. I don't, I don't think Jalen Hurts stops that. I just don't think you have the same look of it. It doesn't probably won't be as successful four yards back. <laughs> they, they do that with, like, three yards to go. Fourth and three. Let's go uh, brotherly shove. Like, he'll be doing those on the one-yard line and... They need one and a half yards. He'll sneak. And, and it, you know, I, I think everybody makes the assumption that if he doesn't get a, a brotherly shove touchdown, that he's not dropping back and throwing a strike into the end zone. Like, it doesn't mean you take away those touchdowns. People are so weird about that. They're like, Smitty, if he doesn't have the brotherly shove, you're taking 15 touchdowns off his total. What are you talking about? Like, he could QB sneak two or three or four of those anyway, and he could throw missile strikes or, or do a bootleg and run into the end zone. Like, you can't take those away from him. You don't know what it's going to do. Maybe you take a, a three or four touchdowns away, I guess. You could say that. But who's to say he doesn't score him anyway? But I, I'm fine with it. I think Phil, I think you make a good point. We do need to acknowledge that, that Kelsey's, you know, retirement. Or maybe he comes back, though. You know, you know these, peop, these, these players always say they're leaving. And then they don't. Maybe Kelsey and him, like, yeah. maybe after he watches Kelsey win a Super Bowl. He uh, third one. Maybe he just says to himself, like maybe he's he, maybe they're out there, you know, celebrating, and he goes, "Brother, you got to come back one more year. Let's go out together one year together, and then we retire and do our podcast, and and we'll go. Well, and, and you know, you never know. Yeah, you never know. Jordan retired, yeah, and then they came back and won three back to back to back championships. <laughs> Hopefully, Dan Campbell learns from this because. He did his coaching calls, switched that momentum in that game. And he's not just done it today in today's game. He's done it in several games uh, that they've ended up losing because of that, um, you know, throughout the end of the season here. And then, you know, okay, you want to be known as the coach that goes for it on fourth down all the time. Well, now you are. You're also going to be known as the coach that – can't win the big game because you're making those stupid decisions. Take yeah. the dang three points and and be fine with that. I mean, I thought the first half he did it, and I was like, oh, thank God. And But he couldn't help himself. It's like he can't help himself. All right, Ron. Um, I'm going to let you go because I'm so tired. I can't even pay attention anymore. 
<laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm dozing. Oh, yeah. I've well, yawned twice. Year, you what? Next year, there's going to be more. We, you have to draft even more considering injuries. Next, I think there's going to be more injuries next year Yeah. than there was this year. I think because they added, what, now there's going to be eight overseas games next year. Um, that takes a toll on these players. And, yeah, I think next year we're not going to see any better. It's like getting off with my mom. For injury. I Say think it's going to be she just bad or worse next year. <laughs> so be prepared for that. All right, Mom. I mean, Ron. <laughs> All right. Hey, Ron, I appreciate I appreciate you. I'm, I gotta hang up, Mom. I'm sorry. I gotta go. No, go. I'm Let not me check. Oh, oh, by the way. <laughs> I gotta go, Mom. By the way, let me tell you a story. All right, hey Ron, I appreciate you. You got that hang up button. Use it later. <laughs> later. <laughs> I gotta go, Ron. Well, let me let me finish with this. You got ten minutes. All right, I'm out of here. Appreciate every single one of you. Also, just remember, um, there's how many people are in here? 40? Remember, if, if all 40 of you go over and watch at least one more video while you're brushing your teeth, you know, whatever, just watch one more of the Dynasty videos. I'm sure you haven't seen them all. If you have, you know, rewatch one of them or something for me. Uh, but if everybody in here just helps by, you know, making sure we're checking out, getting some watch time, uh, your boy's uh, monetization will happen within a couple days here on the Dynasty channel, which will be amazing. We'll have YouTube exclusive memberships. Appreciate you all. Hit subscribe on the way out the door. If you're watching this and you have no idea you're on the Dynasty channel because the video was just suggested to you and you think you're watching the main channel, you're not. Hit subscribe. And if you're new and you know us as the Dynasty channel and you had no idea that I'm on youtube.com slash the fantasy football show is the main channel nearly 25k subscribers doing it live monday through friday 8 p.m every single monday through friday hit that and then of course uh, rumble.com slash the fantasy football show we just got through with that live stream i'll see you all later appreciate you deuces Jonathan says, uh, hey, I'm at work. I'll watch them all. Wow, that's awesome, Jonathan. You might single-handedly make this channel monetized by tomorrow. <laughs> Jonathan to the moon. Jonathan, are you new? Are you only on this Dynasty channel? If so, you got to hit the link in the description and follow the main channel. Um, I, I mean, maybe you're on both, but I, I, I only see you here on the Dynasty. Appreciate you all. Birdman in the building. Huffman, appreciate you. Uh, Superfish in the house. Bob, Sick Nasty, Travis, even Al. Appreciate Al. Gavin, um, thanks, uh, Sick Nasty and Travis and DeBalt for moderating. Bob, appreciate you. Gavin, appreciate you. Um, who else is in the house here? Blackbeard's moderating in the house. Blackbeard to the moon. My boy, Blackbeard. Thank you, Ron Navy, for um, calling in. And then uh, Joel, appreciate Joel being here. Ray G in the building. That's a unicorn right there, Ray G. You're looking at a unicorn. Ray G also says, what the, what's the unicorn saying? He says, uh, God, my system is so lagging. It's so behind. What a wild year it's been. Chiefs play average all year in our Super, in the Super Bowl. You know, Ray G, no one, no one quite words it like you sometimes, and that's the truth, man. Like, what in the hell? <laughs> what kind of 
What kind of Mickey Mouse? That's like, uh, you know what? You know what that reminds me of? The, the the Chiefs taking the year off and then making the Super Bowl, just walking. It reminds me of Demar Hamlin, you know, just walking straight into the offensive or the comeback player of the year, you know, instead of Brees Hall, who's eight feet tall. Might I might I remind every single one of you? Brees Hall is eight foot tall. He will always answer the mother freaking call. Don't let him fall. In the third, don't stall. Just give Batman the freaking football. He's Brees. He's Brees. He does a hole of a job. A hole of a job. A hole of a job. Brees Hall, please report to the moon. He does a hole of a job. 